daughters, sisters, and wives. They're gonna change our lives. Eat women, eat girls. They'll make a better world. Invest in Now here's your host, Catherine Gray. Hi, welcome to this week's edition of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. And today I have on a very exciting guest because like us, she is all about funding women. She is the co-founder of Ad Astra Ventures. She has her own podcast called She Invests, and she is a she she's an angel investor herself. Uh, amongst many other things that we're going to be talking about, because this woman is such an icon in this investment industry. We are so excited to have on today with us, Sylvia Ma. Welcome, Sylvia. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me part of your podcast. Oh my gosh. I want to know how a woman from Venezuela who was a scientist became an angel investor and so prominent in this angel world and investment world of helping propel women forward. Thank you, Catherine. Um, so yeah, Venezuela is a long time ago. Um, and um, so I was born and raised in Venezuela, I came here as an international student actually in 1991. So a long time ago um, and went to Pepperdine and at Pepperdine, I continued my love of science and um, did a lot of science research. A lot of people don't know kind of that side of um, what I've done, but I was a mammologist from probably about five years, uh, skinning uh, rats and bats um, and understanding their DNA and doing populational dynamics. So a lot of um, analysis of DNA, making sure that we know what subspecies is subspecies, what species are species, and where are they geographically oriented in the desert of California and also in the Guyanas in South America. So well, I say that part, all of a sudden I wanted to jump out and go TMI, TMI. Yeah, TMI. Okay. Well, it's funny. We, we, we had this <laughs> investor investor dinner and everybody was like, well, what is a thing that nobody knows about you? And I'm like, and, and it's always a good like conversation of like, yes, I have skinned over. I don't even know how many hundreds of uh, rats and bats. I've done a badger. I could not do the skunk. That's the only thing oh I could not do. Not deer, I couldn't everything. do any of it. So, I mean, in the name of science. Uh, in the name you know, of science. Yes, there you go. <laughs> so, so after being a mammologist, I said, no more mammalogy. I cannot skin anything else. Um, and so I went into marine biology. And that's how I started off as a PhD uh, student at Scripps Institution of Oceanography. So I studied sea urchins and abalone. So went from vertebrates to invertebrates uh, and really focused in on the same thing, DNA analysis, protein analysis, making sure to see from the protein down to the, the DNA level, what is the species specificity of sperm and egg? So I um, went to, 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 to that realm of it. Um, so, so I always, I, how did yeah, you go make ahead. that leap? That's what I want to know from scientists to investment world. Okay. This yeah. has got to be a good story. Yeah. So it, it, it's um, the reason why I say analytics a lot is that that's, what's carried me forward all the time. The commercialization of university discoveries. I did that for about five years after my PhD, I had a special needs son. So I had to stay in San Diego. I couldn't do the route of an academic staying in San Diego, worked on commercialization of university discoveries for that five years got my MBA saying, you know what, 
I don't know if I'm going to stay in the commercialization space. I like a lot of these startups that I'm working with as an analyst, as a commercialization analyst, as a business analyst, want to learn more about business, or I'm going to go back and actually take over my dad's business in Venezuela because he was failing. He had Alzheimer's. And, you know, as a family, we were saying, okay, somebody needs to take over. My brother was for a little bit. I said, you know, I'll don't mind moving back home and really um, taking over the family business. What kind um, of business was that? He was in, um, he was a publisher of books uh, and books on uh, art, architecture, anything cultural, but then also he did all the postage stamps of Venezuela. Um, and he also did the Heinz and Gerber labels. So printing was his thing, you know, um, the, the typical like six um, color, huge printing um, presses. Uh, he uh, did all of that in Venezuela for like Latin American um, big corporations. So that's what he was, he was doing. I was fascinated by it. Mm -hmm. um, and so I said, you know, I should probably get my MBA, get a really good business, you know, solid thing. And also my dad was an entrepreneur. So he, he immigrated from Italy to Venezuela um, with nothing after World War II. And he built an empire of publishing. So wow. I said, you know what, I've, I've, I've kind of dove in and out of being his international um, kind of letter writer, um, partner with different um, libraries and different bookstores. So I said, you know, I can go back and do that. So anyways, got my MBA and during my MBA, my father passed away. Um, and so um, as, a, as a family, we said, you know what, let's so, so sell the business. This is not going to be something that's might not be able to be sustained by us, but um, we had an inheritance, right, of, of that. And um, we um, lived very poorly growing up and very like, um, you know, I, I made my own my own um, clothes when I was really little because he wanted me to learn that. My mom also rationed sugar in the United States. She's an American, immigrated to Venezuela as a CIA operative. Um, and um, she um, what rationed sugar too when she was growing up. So very much like, as, as, a, as, a, as a daughter of uh, orphan and somebody who rationed sugar during World War II, we grew up very differently in a third world nation. So, um, so when he did pass away, I was like, I'm a workhorse, right? I'm like, I'm in the commercialization space. I love startups. I love working hard, this and that. But there's an opportunity for me to activate my capital in a very significant way, in a way that I understand the, the commercialization landscape. I know the startup landscape. And I see that people like me, Latinas, intersectional of science with business as a mom, we're not being represented in the right. startup space from right. founders getting funded to also investors. So I dove in headfirst. I went to every single um, boot camp, every single thing that I could as a female investor, 37 Angels Pipeline. Um, uh, golden seeds. And also a lot of us that were starting off in the 2010s arena during the economic crisis um, of saying, how do we really make a change in this economy, these women's economy for these underrepresented founders that are typically, um, you know, uh, women, we were at, and for angel investors, we were about like at the 9% of all angel investors were women at that time, right? We've yeah. gone into the teens now and now into the 20s. Right. Um, now this, this year and last year. So really and I'm very excited kind of like that a lot of women's uh, funds are popping up. Yeah. I'm actually having lunch with one today and more, I'm seeing more and more of that trend, yeah. which will also help perpetuate uh, there being more, I think, female angel investors, but you yeah. have been really uh, leading that way. One of, one of a handful. Hey. That have really yeah 
been trailblazers in this space. And I want to get to all the things that you're doing because, you know, your Stella Labs, which is your accelerator program, your own angels group. Um, it, it's Stella called angels. Stella Angels, Anne. Angels, right? Stella Angels. Yeah. Stella Angels. Uh, also, um, your, your Venture Summit, your yeah. Women's Venture Summit. I want to talk about all of those things because yeah. you are one busy lady, but you are doing really things that are so necessary to help move us forward. And you have touched on every part, your investment firm, your angels group, your Venture Summit. Really, my hat's off to you, all the things that you're doing. Um, let's talk about each one of those for just a little capsule so everybody knows what you're doing. Let's start with Ad Astra Ventures. Tell me about that. Yeah, um, so Ad Astra Ventures was started about three years ago. It was uh, it started and we are three investors, Vidya Dinamani, Alison Longpatine, and myself. Um, if you look at a Venn diagram, we are an awesome Venn diagram. Vidya comes with more um, uh, corporate uh, experience with Intuit. And she's like a product queen, right? I'm really understanding that leadership and, and corporate and how to sell B2B, B2C. She has all of that and product market fit. Allison's been in the um, investor space as a VC for about 15 plus years. She did it when there was maybe like five women VCs um, back in the day, right? Um, and she knows business models and investment, investment um, journeys and, and conversations. And then me with my science background and really understanding the acceleration of um, discoveries and, and startups and really diving into the, um, um, the, the, the thing that makes that, that founder work and grow and also with um, interactions with investors. So, so what, you're what you're saying is that when you guys invest in a company, each of you brings something to the table yes. besides the funding to help accelerate that company. Exactly. And we have models that we do it. So we have a fund that is a traditional fund. It's the three of us. So it's very different than another fund. The reason why I said that too is because other funds, I'm part of Next Wave Impact Fund, which I'm on the investment committee for um, now for now five years. But that's like a typical fund structure. This is only three of us making decisions. We three invest together. Um, and so we have the fund, which we invest in only female-led businesses in all industries. Then we have Venture Builder um, that really we take uh, startups that um, are female founded and they need a little bit extra help and advice and advisory. Um, we take a 5% um, around their um, uh, take of the company, similar to an accelerator. But we found by doing accelerators three years ago was that we really helped that entrepreneur about six months to a year um, to really kind of accelerate that business and like build with them. So we just switched to a venture builder model, not a venture studio model, venture builder model. Uh, we build with the founder. And then we have boot camps that women can come through um, who are really looking for that accelerated piece of how do they show up as an authentic CEO. So we take them from founder to CEO. We help them through the investor journey. We have them have um, conversations with investors all in five days. And that's part of our due diligence process for the fund. So that is Ad Astra Ventures, three of us um, doing great work. And we work on bias, so um, neutralizing bias in the investment space. So you're, you're very focused on women, uh, people of color, mm -hmm. just underserved community, right? Exactly. Okay, I love that. Um, your business accelerator, Stella Labs, yeah. tell me so about that. Stella Labs started about 10 years ago, right when I became an investor. 
I said, you know what, there was, there's not enough accelerators for female entrepreneurs in and of itself. And an, and, and an accelerator that does not take any equity, we are a not-for-profit, um, and we start from launch all the way to exit. So we walk alongside those founders who really need somebody to um, walk them through that whole journey. We have intensives that are 12 weeks long. We have free advisory services similar to like an SBDC or Women's um, Business Center. We act a lot like that. And we give away those, those business services. And Stella Labs also takes on Women's Venture Summit and Women's um, Fast Pitch. So access to capital events and then um, um, business resources like the intensive or advisory. And then thirdly, being able to connect with the right, with the right investors, right? Who are right. really in this gender lens investing space. We make sure that that all is being um, cultivated by our team so that when an entrepreneur comes in, she feels safe. She feels like she can get a just-in-time um, you know, solution for where she is on her journey. I love this because there's so many smart, brilliant women out there with innovative ideas, but they're not business people. Yep. And so a program like this is so ideal for them mm -hmm. to have someone who is a business person, you know, take them, cultivate them, grow them. What you're doing is great. How many people do you think over 10 years have gone through the Stella Labs and who would be someone that could apply? Um, yeah, so we've had um, over about 500 women come through our either our intensives, Women's Venture Summit, that access to capital piece. Um, and um, the people who can apply are really all the way through from launch. Um, we really do launch very, very, very well. Um, so if you have an idea, we had somebody come in from um, surfing one morning. She learned about it, our intensive, came on in and um, said, so she goes, I don't know what I want to do. I think I want to start a podcast. Ah! Uh, <laughs> um, Shelly Stanger. And um, she launched her uh, podcast within the intensive, sold within a year to REI. So that's, that's the piece that we really say, come on in. We're going to equip you. Not that you need to rely on us, right? We equip you as a founder of an idea to make sure that you understand how do I go forwards in a very efficient, effective way. Mm -hmm. And I know that if I have any questions, I can always come back to my Stella family and ask, Hey, I have these, these questions. Um, can I get some advice? Sure. No problem. We don't do it for you, right? Other accelerators do it for you, which is great. That's one model. We don't do it for you. We equip you as a female founder to really um, dive into your strengths and make sure that you are on a path that will allow you to either maybe sell to REI or something like that, or continue as a lifestyle business, say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to actually continue through revenue um, um, increases, you know, getting to a million dollars of fit sales. And then the other sweet spot we do is that sweet spot in seed stage companies that they really need to get investment from an angel group um, or from an individual angel. We have those connector pieces because people come to our events. I know the next question for you probably is Women's Venture Summit. So they come to our events and make sure that we, we have those connections made. So that's our other sweet spot. If you're really early, you're doing your first round of, of investment seed stage, we do that incredibly, incredibly well. And then we pass that over to like Ad Astra and other women who are in that seed plus to series A um, investment world. Wow, I love that. So all these women that have these uh, new venture funds would want to attend your Women's Venture Summit. 
Yeah, the new, well, that's the- As the well new, as women yeah. looking for funding. Yeah, so mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and fund. Like, so for me, you go, I'm going to go back to like my, my, um, my thesis, my investment um, portfolio. I have a 112 companies in my portfolio, wow. one, one, two. Um, and I also have nine emerging fund managers that I've invested in. So we really make sure that this, this like women's economy, either you're a new fund manager or you are an entrepreneur looking for funding, we have been there, done that on both sides of the table. So mm-hmm. we allow them to really connect because that is what's the magic is mm-hmm. the trust building between an entrepreneur and investor or an investor and a emerging fund manager. That, that, that kind of continuum yeah. is right. really this trust. Um, right. So, and I always say trust is the most valuable currency of the investor world. And that's what we really focus on through all of the sisterhood of Stella. I love that. And your Women Venture Summit, when is the next one? It's in September of next year. Uh, it's in the teens. So maybe the 18th, I can't, I have to look yeah. at my calendar, but sure. around there is it, going to be in person in San Diego this coming year. So we're really excited. Okay. Um, and then from there, the next five years that we're going to be rotating across the United States oh, um, in different wow. cities. So that's our big reveal for 2022. Um, first oh. time seeing it on your podcast. Oh so, my God, um, that's so exciting. Yeah. But our woman's fast pitch is interesting because yeah. during COVID, you know, we, Catherine, I know that you probably have talked a lot on your podcast, like, you know, COVID was hard, but also an opportunity for mm-hmm. women entrepreneurs and women investors to see different um, opportunities, um, look at different um, funding structures, um, pivot, change, launch, grow, scale, um, and sometimes close down, unfortunately. But what we found was that women's fast pitch, we were doing it in three different cities that we knew that we had leaders in those cities. Because of COVID, we had to go virtual and we were able to go across the nation in six regions last year, um, 2020, 2021, we were in eight regions. We reached out to Alaska and Hawaii because we know that there's obviously women entrepreneurs there. And our ethos is that we will meet you where you are, right? We won't say like, oh, we're the, we're the, the solution to your problems. It's like, no, we will meet you where you are in Alaska and Hawaii, of course, virtually, but we pounded the pavement to make sure that we had investors and entrepreneurs in those regions that they did apply for the fast pitch. And we were able to showcase them and make sure that there was connections being made. I love that. That's fantastic. Wow. So the uh, the pandemic really made your uh, reach grow a lot as, yes. as most businesses. Uh, I know even with my podcast, you know, I used to always insist my client be in the uh, room with me, you know, in the studio. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, of course, I'm talking to people in San Diego and UK and Mexico and uh, it's fascinating. I mean, that's it's wonderful. Right. Yeah, and your reach is. is huge. Right. You're, yes. you know, you, um, and I think that that's that, that abundance mindset of any, like a podcast or like an organization like us or a business, uh, the, the pandemic allowed us to say, okay, how do we grow? But similar to you, Catherine, it's like, you are like, Hey, our goal and our impact is investing in women and making sure that we're talking about that. You still stayed with your impact and your mission, but you were able to just like amplify that yes. so much in a pandemic, but you were open to it. So that's what's like the, the really neat um, thing about the about what happened during the pandemic. Absolutely. Now, what about your angel group? Is that a place that uh, women that want to become angels, which I encourage every day, every 
person I get to talk to, every group I speak to, every time I'm on this podcast, I say, if you're listening, you should either be seeking funding as an entrepreneur, or if you're a successful woman, you should be investing in another woman. And what an exciting world to enter into, right? Yes. Yeah. So, and and, I mean, and the data shows that women investors are twice as likely to invest in a female entrepreneur. Right. So really making sure that we, you know, that we do write checks, that we do wire funds. um, And, but we have to feel confident about it. We can't, as, as women, we also have that. Unfortunately, we have um, our, our inner being is maybe sometimes like, Hey, I need to know what I'm going into. I need to understand it. Right. And that's more of like, you know, making sure that we have the research behind us so that we can make that decision well. And so that we, you know, we feel confident in that. So that's why angel groups are super important and angel education is super important for women, um, angel investors. So that's like a hundred percent what we need to also talk about, right. And making sure that we understand like, yes, write a check, but find a community wherever you are, that will allow you to, to have that confidence, to be able to write that first check. So Stella Angels um, uh, kind of grew out of Stella Labs and Women's Venture Summit of saying, we need to create a community of angel investors that their prime priority is to invest in other female um, entrepreneurs. So women investors investing in women entrepreneurs, period, right? Bravo um, and, and hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, other angel groups do it different. There's, uh, there's like little slight variations of all of the angel groups across the United States. And we yeah. curate a map of, of all of the, the female angel groups across the United States. And they're all doing great things. Yes. And it is, I mean, before the pandemic, it was very geographic, right? You needed to find your people mm-hmm. in your geography and like start having dinner meetings and talk about things. That's the biggest thing because women historically have not talked about wealth, have not talked about finances right. across the dinner table with their husbands or their, their dads or even their moms. So this is what we found in the last 10 years. It still gives me goosebumps. It's like the reason why these angel groups work geographically or that you feel there's a values alignment means that you can have these conversations that you've never had before. And how exciting is that, right? To be able to bring another woman beside you say, Hey, you know what? I see that you're, you're successful. Come alongside us. Let's go to this meeting. Let's join this group. So Stella angels was, was born off of that saying, you know what? We're just need to have this opportunity. I know that there's other angel groups in San Diego, like tech coast angels. And now there's San Diego angel conference up in OC there's co-fund. There's so many opportunities for angels to get involved. But what we found was these female angels needed a place to come and have a very candid conversation, ask as many questions as they want. And they wanted to fund female entrepreneurs and that sourcing and that deal flow and that focus is why they come to Stella Angels. And because of the pandemic, we have angel investors from across the United States that are part of our angel group. We have everything virtual. Um, We've grown from, you know, um, not that many angel investors because it was very geographical um, at, at during before COVID to now 18 angel investors in 2021. Um, I hired somebody who is amazing at connecting and um, investor relations, Lauren Rowley, that really took it from like, I would say zero, right? I can't take um, credit for that to the 18 angel investors and sourcing a, a huge amount of deals. So, um, you know, it, it takes also a community of women like mm-hmm. Lauren and myself and Raven O'Neill, who runs Stella Labs, and people like you, Catherine, who amplify voices and conversations to really grow this. So back to the Stella Angels part, 
Um, for 2022, we're hoping to have 30 um, angel investors as our as our group and stay really focused on female angel investors investing in female entrepreneurs in the seed I stage. That. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so I'm a big fan. I'm cheering you on and encouraging <laughs> people to join that angels group. And like you said, there are so many more angel groups and female funds popping up that women can participate in. I do agree with you that the biggest fear people have is not understanding it. And so they have to take that step to go to an angel group and learn it from seasoned people like yourself who have over a hundred investments. You've done this so many times that they have the benefit of your knowledge and experience to ride that wave. They don't have to go it alone. But investing in just uh, stocks and bonds and, and real estate doesn't cut it anymore. You have to expand and it's such a lucrative opportunity, right? Yeah. You, you will vouch for that. That's another reason they want to expand. Number one, to help other women and help move that needle. But number two, it can be very lucrative. And that's why you want to get in with other seasoned angel investors so that you can benefit from that. Um, and I, and I think I would, I would add to it's like it is lucrative, but I say even in the first meeting, it is very risky. Yes. So that's why this community of women who are talking, who listen to podcasts, right, like yours, um, who join communities like angel groups or join the Angel Capital Association that's doing great work as well. You allow yourself to say, I'm going to de-risk this investment, right? Yeah. And I know that I need to diversify my portfolio like we just talked about. We can't just do stocks and bonds only and real estate. We have to diversify, but it is risky. And some women are more risk averse. Not, I don't think across the board, we can say that women are more risk averse because the data shows otherwise. Um, but um, we say some are. So if you are more risk averse, understand your own like, like um, um, risks and rewards that you're willing to take on, right? Mm -hmm. But by joining something like this, or even attending an event like the Women's Venture Summit, we are just saying, hey, we want to connect the, the bridges between entrepreneurs and investors. We have an investor track. We have an entrepreneur track. And it's not just us. There's other events out there. Get involved, mentor, yes. go to these events, have that brainwave going so that when you have a, a possible investment come to you, you can say, okay, I know certain things. I can de-risk my, 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 um, my, my funding of this by joining this group. And yeah. making sure that, let's say, if I know somebody, I'll bring this to the group. We can discuss it as an as an organization and see if we fund it together. And then our our responsibility as an angel group is to make sure that we have processes in place. We um, we create SPVs, special purpose vehicles, for most of the entrepreneurs that come through our our you know our deck of of good entrepreneurs because we know that investors are not going to make most of our investors cannot take the minimum 25K for a startup, but they can invest 5,000. So we put that all together, 5,000 or 10,000, whatever you want to do into right. a special purpose vehicle. And we're able to invest in that entrepreneur. So that entrepreneur gets the benefit of these women who want to be um, their support, their support system. And a lot of the women who are writing checks, like you, you always say, write your check, but your expertise that you bring in is super important as well in the seed stage. So I, I, I wanted to kind of allow, allow people to understand, yes, it's high reward, high risk, right? Yeah. In high involvement, but you need to do it within community, right? So, right. so it, there's this like push and pull 
that's super exciting. And the more that you dive in as a woman with other women, you can ask critical questions. You can um, connect. I know one of the women um, who invested in her first check was this summer. That was a huge win for us. Um, we're about small wins, not like, okay, we've activated 50,000 people. We're not like that. We're more of like that one woman who we've intentionally talked to over eight years, right? Yeah. And she was very risk averse. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay to be risk averse. You don't have to write that first check until you are completely ready and equipped to do that. So we had conversations with her. She had lots of great questions and she wrote her first check this summer and we celebrated with her, you know, and it was such, it, it just was so beautiful to see that. But again, as women, whoever's listening, you, we would want you to write your check, but join something, get comfortable and write it very intentionally why you've done it. Because that why will allow you to grow your portfolio very efficiently and effectively because you're like, the why is this for me, right? And yes. I've, I've joined a group for this reason and I'm gonna grow my portfolio to 20 companies if I want to in the next year. And how do I do that? You can have great conversations with others if you have that intentionality. Right, and it's such an exciting world. You're meeting other dynamic women, both as investors and entrepreneurs. And so it's an exciting word to, world to immerse yourself in. And so uh, you're right. You have to be doing it for the right reason. It's not just about money. It's about helping other women. And it's about the experience mm -hmm. of meeting other phenomenal, innovative, brilliant women. It's a very exciting space to step into. So and make money and, and make money, right? And, yeah. And yeah. Make, and make some Spoken like a money. true investor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's like I, I, I have Jesse Draper from Halogen always in my mind. It's like, it's not charity, women. It's like you want to make money. And I'm the yes. same way. It's like, I want to make money. But ha and having having a fun ride doing it, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Let's tell let's tell everybody how they can find your various ventures. So first of all, Women's Venture Summit. People might want to attend that. How do they find that? Is that online at venturesummit.com? Yeah, it's www.womensventuresummit.com. There you go. Um, how okay, your podcast, She Invests. We can yeah. find that wherever you find podcasts. Yeah. She invests and anywhere you find podcasts. We're on every single platform possible. Beautiful. Um Ad Astra Ventures. Ad Astra.ventures is our website. Perfect. Uh, Stella Labs, for those that want to be in an accelerator program. Stellalabs.org. Very easy. <laughs> Stellalabs.org. Perfect. Yeah. And then finally, someone wants to become an angel investor, your group, Stella Angels. How do we find you? Stellalabs, I think.com. But if you just put Stella Angels, you will find it. And we're also all on LinkedIn and right. on Instagram. So we, we do answer DMs, um, um, direct messages um, on, on LinkedIn and Instagram. And Instagram is a little bit more like, you know, we want to make sure that we are image heavy and very inspirational Instagram, LinkedIn. We really share um, more rigorous information. So love it. Well, now we know how to find you guys. And thank you for the amazing work you're doing. Um, I just want to say uh, I appreciate having you on. I appreciate the work that you're doing. Um, and of course, you can follow us, Catherine Gray at Invest in Her and She Angel Investors on all of the social media that we're all on. Um, and, uh, you know, let's just keep, uh, you know, letting people know that women are still severely underfunded. This is how we're going to change it. We all can be part of the solution. 
Thank you, Sylvia Ma, for all the great work you're doing. Everybody, make it a great week. And uh, remember, we do have a new course on our site called Six Ways to in uh, Fund Your Business, and that's on sheangelinvestors.com. So be sure to check that out as well. Make it a great week, everybody. Take care. Thank you. Remember, if you're looking to launch a business or grow your business, check out our e-course, Six Ways to Fund Your Business, available at sheangelinvestors.com. Our theme music was created and produced by Lindsay Tomasic.